for two. Kickers are extra, I give them the boo. Ooh. Going for two. Sit back, relax while I grab me a brew. Ooh. Now I'm reclining while putting my time and I'm ready to go. My spine is aligning and much my my lineups, my bank account grows. I am so rich, but knowledge is all that I'm leaving it with. Ooh. Listen to this. Multiple options, how far can I get? Ooh. DFS Dynasty Redraft tonight, I'm not finishing last. I'm finishing past any and all I am looking to last. What else? This spot is popping and I am so locked in and only opening the door when it is opportunity knocking and all of these spots keep on talking and talking. So what are we talking? We're kind of alarming and running it deep, even players forgotten or came from the bottom or hitting that topping. And this spot is popping, yeah, this spot is popping. And woo! This is the arm chat. Yeah. Put up your arms, yeah. Sound the alarm, yeah. What is going on, guys, and welcome to episode 291 of the Armchair Fantasy Show. I'm your host, of course, Jeff Lambert. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffLambert77. Of course, we're presented by the Going For Two Live podcast network, and we're live every Wednesday and Friday night on Facebook Live, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. Syndicated on all major podcast networks. I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Mr. Ryan Searfoss. What's up, Ryan? Oh, not much, man. Just... Enjoying uh, my team's new linebacker, and I know we're talking about it a little bit, but it's a good day. It's a good yeah. week. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you were excited, that's for sure. I mean, I, I had my excitement uh, a few days before the trade hey. deadline when we got Christian McCaffrey, and then you had your uh, your moment in the sun there with uh, with Roquan going yeah. to the Ravens. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. All right, joining us for the first time tonight, uh, Mr. Leo McNeely. He's a writer for IDP, IDP Guys. He's also an IDP ranker for Fantasy Pros. You can follow him on Twitter at MasterIDP. What's up, Leo? Hey, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, you know, nice to have my Browns get a win on uh, Monday night. So I'm having a good week so far, too. Yeah, y'all look really good on Monday night. I, I was surprised. I mean, I, I expected y'all to win that one, honestly, but I didn't think y'all would do it in that fashion. Y'all just basically handed it to the, to the Bengals. It, it was be- it was beautiful seeing, <laughs> seeing Joe Burrow and company humble a little bit. Good stuff. Yeah, I don't think anybody saw that one coming. Nope. All right, Leo, give us a quick uh, rundown of, of what it is you do in the fancy space, You know how long you've been doing it, and then obviously plug anything you got going on right now. Sure. So, um, so I, I started writing for uh, idpguys.org uh, in July, um, kind of my first uh, foray into you know, creating content. Um, you know, I've been playing in fantasy leagues for about 10 years, um, well, you know, mostly doing you know, home IDP leagues. And uh, I was kind of looking for a new challenge this year, and I thought I'd uh, give it a try getting into rankings and uh, you know, just kind of got in there. And uh, so far, I've been doing well. I'm currently the number two IDP ranker at Fantasy Pros. And, uh, you know, looking to complete this first season here so it's been it's been fun good stuff yeah you were saying you you were number one up until this week right you were the number one ranker until this week yeah the last uh, i think probably there's the first seven weeks i was probably five of the seven weeks i was at number one and uh you know there were some adjustments this past week and uh i, I got pumped down to two but uh looking to get back into number one this week good stuff good stuff all right let's get into it we've got a busy show tonight hey you know what All right, Leo, it's a bleep you Wednesday. So we're going to go to you first here. Give me your give me your bleep you. Uh, it's going to ha- it's going to have to go to Derek Carr this week. Uh, he was a you know, he's on my Scott Fishbowl team Oof. and uh, he he put up a negative three point five, six <laughs> points oh. and uh, really hurt me. He had 15 completions for one hundred and one yards and, uh, you know, really hurt Devonte Adams in some of my other leagues with only five targets. So uh, definitely. Uh, yeah, bleep you to Derek, Derek Carr this past week. Yeah, he was brutal. He was definitely brutal. I, I don't have him in Scott Fishbowl, luckily, but I did have him. I think it's in, maybe it's in your league, Ryan. It's one of the leagues that I'm in that has the Scott Fishbowl scoring, and he got, yeah, he got me negative points in that league as well. So definitely ugly. <laughs> Ryan, what you got for your bleep you? Uh, I'm bleeping you to myself because <laughs> I had an ultimate blunder this week playing Jeff. We're in a zombie <laughs> league. Where we're playing all free, I'm zombie, and I'm playing only guys I picked up in free agency. I dr- I did not draft my team at all, and I got distracted this weekend, and I have too many leagues, and I forgot to check the IDP, the two IDP guys on my roster, and I lost, and they were out, and I lost by less than one point. Yeah, that was so. A- all of my hatred in fantasy football goes one thousand percent on me, <laughs> and I'm sick about it. 
Yeah, it was pretty brutal. For those that don't know what the zombie league is, basically Ryan didn't get to be part of the draft. He drafted all free agents after the draft was completed. Uh, and the way it works is if he wins a game, he gets to take your best player. And then the team that he beat has to drop all their starters. And then they are also a zombie as well. Uh, I have two zombie leagues. In one zombie league, we have nothing left except for one human player. And they're all zombies. In this particular league, Ryan is the zombie, and he hasn't won a game yet. And he would have won. It's because you made it. It's because you made this one super flex. I did, yeah. I, and it was the very first one. I was testing like, it out, yeah. And super flex is definitely yeah, way harder. Having, no, having super flex in it's a nightmare because it's one thing that start one quarterback when you kind of make up for it. But starting two is brutal. It is, yeah. Like, Mariota's been my QB1 this year. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gross. Definitely will change next year. I did both leagues to kind of see and kind of feel it out and see how it worked out. And definitely the, the, the one QB week league is the way to go. But, yeah, Ryan should have beat me this year for his first win. He would have been able to take one of my best players and unfortunately left two IDP guys in there with no... <laughs> getting big fat zeros. I scored, <laughs> I scored 167 points with like scrubs. Yeah, it was I'm 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 sick about it. And <laughs> I can't blame anybody but myself. That's a great I'm one. dropping I'm dropping half my leagues this year. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm going under double digits. That's yeah. my only goal. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. Uh so I should let you go yeah, last Ryan because yours, yours is definitely that. yours is definitely better than mine. Mine was uh was Wandell Robinson who I thought was finally going to have his little breakout. Uh, I had him in a couple of my regular leagues. I played him in, in DFS. Uh, I thought he was gonna, he was getting eight targets plus in every game. I thought, this is it. This is the breakout game. And he goes out and gets me, I think, three points. He ruined my DFS lineups, ruined my home league lineup. Uh, just brutal overall. So Wando Robinson is my, my bleep you <coughs> this week. Yeah, that, that's on you for starting him. <laughs> well, I mean, it's bye week season. No. I had guys on the bench. I had Debo who was that's out. On, that's, on. that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the news uh, and notes. News and notes from around the league. All right, news and notes, as always, brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Single game and single week best ball leagues are here. If you don't love, if you love fantasy football, there's nothing better than weekly fantasy football leagues like Underdog offers. No need to wait around to the end of the season to see if you won. You get a chance to win every week. So get the Underdog app for iOS or Android. Use our promo code GF2. And for now, you get a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks. Underdog's the, fans, the fastest fancy growing sports platform on the market. And there's a reason for that. See what the hype is about. Get the app. Use promo code GF2 and start winning. All right. So we got lots to talk about because we had a bunch of trades over this uh, these past couple of days here. A couple of uh, major trades. I think it was the most active uh, trade deadline we've ever had uh, in the NFL uh, as far as big name players moving teams. First one here. I'm going to go to you first, Leo, on this one and what it means for the, uh, for the Vikings here is uh, the Vikings get TJ Hawkinson. And and what's a very rare uh, interdivision trade there, you know, going from the Lions to the Vikings. Uh, what does this mean for Hawkinson's value? And, and does you think it hurts any of the Vikings players at all? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, start out with Hawkinson. I mean, I, I think it gives him a, a small, small bump up, but not, not nothing too major. Um, you know, he's going to a you know, more high powered offense, but he's also got you know, more players, you know, to you know, take some of the targets. You know, they got Jefferson and, you know, it. I'm sure he's happy to have Kirk Cousins throwing him the ball instead of Jared Goff, but um, you know, in Detroit he only had, you know, he only had a couple, you know, people competing with him. With you know, Amon Ra and St. Brown, you know, and and there really isn't too much else. So I, I don't see a big change with him um, as far you know. He'll still, you know, Irv Smith was getting five catches a game with you know a lesser amount of snaps. Hawkinson will get more, but you know, I think uh, you know Hawkinson you know, we'll get a slight bump, but, um, you know, I don't see anything kind of major that, you know, jumps out, but I think he could make for a good trade candidate. If you did have him. you know, all these guys that are getting traded, uh, you know, they really could, you know, could sell these high while people are, you know, thinking that's going to make a big difference on the player. Yeah. That's a good call. Cause yeah, I mean, a lot of these guys get that hype there and sometimes it doesn't work out when they move teams. So you're right. And uh, you mentioned Irv Smith, he has the high ankle sprain, so he will be out. So Hawkinson basically steps into that role uh, immediately. What are your thoughts here of Ryan with Hawkinson going to the Vikings? I really like it for, uh, I like it for Hawkinson and for and real quick, shout out the Gator and making me feel better about my color blindness before the show. Cause he definitely thinks that Leo is a Vikings fan <laughs> off the comments. So where he said he loves the trade just like I did when that's actually a Browns Jersey. 
I'm just <laughs> glad I'm not the only one that made me very happy uh, <laughs> that I saw it. So thanks, buddy. Um, but no, I really like it for him. I think we've seen Irv get enough vol. We saw Irv get enough volume in there in Minnesota's offense, but be super, super inefficient. He's averaging like seven three uh, catch, which is just not great. He still has like thirty three targets. Um, we get that to somebody who's actually athletic in uh, TJ Hawkinson. I think it's a good thing. And he can easily move up to the second target in that offense because Thielen's been kind of beat up. And they've been just trying to force it like KJ Osborne and whatever scrub they decide to throw to who's not named Justin Jefferson. So I think it's good for Hawkinson. I think it's good for Kirk Cousins. And the one thing that I think it's the best for is uh, Dalvin Cook. Because unlike Irv, who's just a jumbo wide receiver, TJ Hawkinson gets down. He can block like a madman. So I think it's really good for that team as a whole. And I actually kind of like for fantasy. He might be the only, like you said about trade away, uh, who got traded in the trade deadline. He might be the only one who I wouldn't want to get rid of. Yeah, that's a good call. And then uh, Gator points out, and I'll go back to you, Leo. Uh, what does this do for uh, for the Lions guys? Uh, Amon Ray St. Brown, uh, DeAndre Swift. And then uh, there's some tight end that's, I'm sort of taking his place. I'm sure I've, I've seen him on Sleeper. I can't think of his name right now. That's to, you know, and take his place is, in, in Hawkinson's role there. Any uh, interest in that tight end? And then what do you think it does for Swift and uh, Amon Ra? Yeah, so, I mean, Amon Ra, I mean, he should get he should get a bump. But, I mean, he's already getting a lot of targets, so there's not too much extra room for him. Um, I know they have two two tight ends, uh, you know, that should be competing for it. So, I'm, I mean, I don't, you know, I was looking at waiver ads, and I'm like, there's this rookie, um, you know, the name's escaping me, and another guy, and, I, I just don't know that either. I think they're going to kind of cut into each other, but, you know, I don't think there's a standalone guy that's going to kind of fill, fill a big role. So I, I'm not targeting those guys. Um, you know, I guess we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, Swift, I mean, hopefully he's he's healthy this week. I, you know, I think he hasn't, you know, he hasn't he practiced in two days. Yeah, he's been, yeah, he hasn't yeah. practiced, but I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping that it's just uh, precautionary, but I don't know for uh, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm not starting him this week. Like I'm not, I'm not yeah, but, yeah, but I mean, I guess I, I, I mean, I think the one of the ones that might get the biggest bump was actually Josh Reynolds on the, on this whole thing. I mean, he, he'll jump into the, the second, second spot there. So that's kind of somebody I'm kind of keeping an eye on. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That name that the tight end, at least the one that's most added on sleeper is Brock Wright uh, for Detroit. Uh, any interest there, Ryan and in, in Brock Wright? No. I don't even know who that is. No. We're going to be honest. <laughs> no. We're going to be honest. Uh, without like any in-depth anal- analysis now. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, man. Uh, I, other than Amon Ra, TJ, in the two running backs, I don't want nothing else. Of this. Yep. And I don't mind Jared Goff as a streamer because they're going to score points because they're going to play from behind and play a bunch of hero ball. But I don't want anything on there. Even though Josh Reynolds' numbers are much, much better than I thought they were. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's better at home because Goff is better at home typically too. If you look at Goff's numbers, he, he's definitely a home quarterback. All right, we spent enough time James, there. On the James t- Mitchell, go ahead. I was going to say James Mitchell is the the rookie. The rookie, that's there. right. Yeah, he's the other one there. That's right. All right, we spent enough time on tight end. Let's go talk about uh, Chase Claypool, Ryan. I'm going to go to you first because I know you you live in Pittsburgh, even though you're a Ravens fan. Chase Claypool gets traded for a second round uh, pick. Uh, he goes the from. <laughs> The Steelers fleeced the Brown our Bears so hard. Like, what were you thinking? You traded your the NFL's leading tackler for a second and a fifth, like a late second and a fifth, and you traded an early second for Chase Claypool, who has been I don't want to say terrible, but bad this year. He's had drop problems, and if you're going to rebuild, rebuild. But like, this isn't that you can't be given away. High draft picks. On the flip side, like they needed to get him a wide receiver, and I guess overpaying is fine, but still stupid, and it makes me mad just thinking how dumb it was. But <laughs> he could easily be their number two receiver there, and we're seeing Justin Fields come around. I'm not like going to acquire Claypool, but he might be like a second flex flex option here, and a little bit of Fields keeps improving the way he's shown the last few weeks. Like from a fantasy perspective, I like it. I think it's good for the Steelers receivers. I think it's really good for Fields. I think it's better for Fields than uh, Claypool. And Fields is already QB eight or eleven right now. Yeah. So he has that fancy upside, and he gets a guy who can catch some deep balls. That's a good thing. But 
it was still in a real football sense. It was so stupid. <laughs> it makes me so mad. Like, why? The Steelers are just like, dude, their front office is probably doing cartwheels and yeah. like laughing at how dumb they are. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Leo, what yeah. are your thoughts on, on Chase Claypool here with the with the Chicago Bears going forward? Yeah, I mean, I was I was kind of hoping the you know one of these guys would end up in Green Bay, but you know, the division rival here, you know, they um you know, for the Bears, you know, they definitely needed a second option. I mean, they were running out Nikhil Harry and Pettis and Equinemus St. Brown, and they just they they needed a second wide receiver. They really need to see what they have in Justin Fields. They can't just count on him on running, tucking it down and run every play. They they need to see what they got as a passer. Um, I, I definitely think you know it's 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 an upgrade for you know Justin Fields to have another another target. Um, you know, I'm not well, completely sold on Claypool as a receiver, but it's you know I think it's an improvement to, to kind of you know get away from you know some of those competition and you should have a chance. I, I don't know what he'll do though. When you talked about um, when you said about the Packers and then you said trade to a division rival, I thought our color blindness made you forget what team you're a fan <laughs> of for a second. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just I meant I meant uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's just the Packers. Uh, Packers yeah. could, really could have used used it instead of going to a, another team in their division. Uh, yeah, Packers ended well, up they, being they the losers. It. Yeah, they offered. They tried to get a I bunch think, of people and they didn't get anybody. I think that's why the Bears gave up their second round pick instead of the one they got from the Ravens was because the Packers offered a second as well, and the Steelers said that they thought Chicago's would be higher, which yeah. obviously. Should be. Yeah, I think that. Heard the same thing, yeah. All right, we got desperate. Two, two running backs kind of linked here. They got traded. Uh, Chase Edmonds leaves Miami to go to Denver. Jeff Wilson leaves the 49ers to go to Miami to take Chase, Chase Edmonds' spot. Uh, let's start with Jeff Wilson first, Ryan. Give me your thoughts on Jeff Wilson here with the Miami Dolphins. I don't – if I, I own Jeff Wilson, I'm trading him immediately without hesitation. I – the doll, he's literally he went there from him and Mostert together in San Francisco to him and Mostert here with timeshare. Except Miami's just been a deep passing team and the run hasn't been that great. I just I'm getting rid of him if I can. Like, this is a sell opportunity for me. I never want to start him, I never want to play him. I never want to feel confident about it. I want to get rid of him while I have some value. If we're talking dynasty and I can get a third for him, I'm stoked, but like, I'm not excited about it. Is boring of a take as that is. <laughs> Any interest in Jeff Wilson, Leo? I mean, it, he gets a new life. I mean, he gets a new shot. I mean, I guess in, in running backs, anybody, if you can get a shot, you know, you know, having a team that's interested. I mean, he was getting buried behind McCaffrey and then, you know, Mitchell coming back. I mean, you know, being going from the third running back to the second, I mean, he's, he's got a chance. I mean, there's only one play away from getting a spot, but, you know, there's a little bit of upside, but not nothing earth breaking there. Yeah, I'm with y'all as well. I think Jeff Wilson's it's fine. If you have him, if you can move him, move him. Um, if you have to keep him, I think he's fine. I do think he has a little bit more versatility than Raheem Mostert does. Um, I think Jeff Wilson's got more passing and catching ability than, than, than Mostert does. But I do think Mostert still gets the first, second down work. But we know that Mostert's had injury history, so who knows? If he gets hurt, Jeff Wilson steps into a full-time role. That offense is pretty potent, so maybe he can get those uh, you know those touchdowns and, and, and be valuable for down the season. So, uh Someone worth taking a shot on if you if you if you can get them cheap. Uh, on the flip side, there, uh, Leo Chase Edmonds to the Broncos. Honestly, I didn't understand the move really, but uh, talk about Edmonds a little bit. You think he has any life left to 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 have some fancy value here? It's gonna it's gonna be tough. I mean, he's got a lot of competition there between you know Melvin Gordon and Latavius Murray. It's gonna be hard for him to kind of carve out a, a significant role. I mean, it's gonna be in a committee. I mean. There's a chance he could beat out those guys, but I just feel like they're all going to kind of kind of eat into each other. I mean, you, you know, it's you know, it's probably they're just kind of shuffling those running backs around here. That's that's what it looks like. Yeah, are you in the same boat, Ryan, with Chase Edmonds? Any interest at all? Yeah, I think Melvin Gordon's still lead back. He's just a change of pace. And like, why do we keep getting excited about Chase Edmonds? Yeah. We got stoked when he went to Arizona, and he was just fine. We got stoked when he went to Miami. He's just fine. Like, it's the same thing. 
Yeah, I, I'm with you as well. I, yeah, I didn't really so get it. I, it must have just been one of those like throw-ins and part of the deal. Like, oh yeah, we'll give you Chase Edmonds. Too. It had to have been. Yeah. It, that the deal was about the picks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just the throw-in there. A uh, middling running back isn't it? This next one here, I guess, Ryan is more more about dynasty perspective with Calvin Ridley going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, give me your thoughts on Ridley. If you own him, are you trying to move him with this little bit of uh, bump in value? Uh, or are you trying to go out and buy him thinking that he's going to be something special there? Um, so if I own him, I'm going to hold him. I think his value is going up, but I don't think we're at the peak of his value. I don't think we're going to get peak value until we see him at training camp. And his skill set makes it because he's such a great route runner and creates separation. It makes him a training camp darling. And he always makes his big wild cuts in training camp. That's when you trade him, not right now. Um, if I don't have him, I'm going to send some low ball offers. But the thing is, in Dynasty, I'd probably rather not have him. He hasn't played real football in a year and a half. He played five games last year. And the year before, but dude, he's 28 already. Yeah, he's in, he was an old he's gonna rookie. Be 28, he's going to be 28 when the season starts. Yep. And he's had like one really good season. I love, I love it for Trevor Lawrence. I think. It's great for him. I think it's great for opening up the world for Christian Kirk. I think it makes Christian Kirk more of a buy. And I think that's the sneaky person I'm going after it with Calvin Ridley. But I'm going to sell him, but just not now. Yeah. I, I think for me, it comes but down to. He's, your... gonna be, he's, he's an August sell. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Once we get the hype and he's starting, you know, he's getting close to coming back. When he gets reinstated, I think that'll be a big one. Um, for me, too, I think it also comes down to my IR rules. I know in most of my leagues, you can't put a suspended player on IR. Uh, but there are some leagues out there where you can put a suspended player on IR. So if you have an IR spot and he's he's eligible to go on, that's I, I don't mind trading for him and stashing him on your IR. But to hold him on your active roster, uh, it's just a roster clogger that I, I don't want but, no interest in. <laughs> yeah, but most dynasty leagues, your rosters are so deep, especially like the like more leagues you're in. I have like you have guys who aren't even people have people who aren't even on NFL teams yeah, on their rosters. Yeah, that's true. Those are some deep leagues. Let's be real; it's not that big of a clogger. Fair. And I'd rather him clog it than like I don't know, Tyron Johnson or something. Yeah, good point. Good point. What about you, Leo? Any thoughts on Calvin Ridley? Yeah, I mean, I, I have him on one of my my fifty three man rosters. So yeah, it's you know those dynasties can you know you got plenty of room to, to stash them. Yeah, said, but he's not clogging that. Not <laughs> yeah, he's definitely not. And actually, I acquired him kind of before the season started. You know, he was suspended. I probably gave up too much. I guy accepted right away, but I I gave up a late second for him. Um, I just you know I, I have I had plenty of picks. I I'm usually with somebody that stashes a whole lot of picks, and I'm like, well. In my league, we get some pretty good bonus points for long catches, and you know, I feel like you know he he can make some um, decent plays. So you know, I figured, why not take a chance on a on a receiver? I mean, I'd, any of those guys that make some big plays, I'll I'll take it. Um, but yeah, right I now, I mean, second's perfect value. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's you know, I, if, if somebody had him right now and they're giving me you know, you know late second or third, I I pick it up, and you can always. Sell them later, like you said. You know, you said you know not sell them now, but buy now, sell later. I mean, buy, yeah. buy when he's still low and sell later. Agreed. Uh, let's do. We got two more notes here. We we'll do this one really quick. I don't think it's that much of a big deal. But uh, Naeem Hines to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, you know, obviously they trade away Zach Moss there. Naeem Hines basically he's just the the James Cook killer, right, Ryan? I mean, that's pretty much what he's going to do there. Dude, it, it's such a redundant pick and trade. Like I hate it. He literally has the same skill set, maybe a little bit faster and a little bit twitchier, but in like here and there's different things. But Devin Singletary, smaller back, who can catch the ball and is quick. Yeah. Naheem Hines, he, they have three third down backs now. Yeah, I'm just well, like, their first down back is Josh it. Allen, so they don't really need the they just need third yeah, down backs. I hate it. I, James Cook, killer, maybe I don't know. They still spent more on James Cook than him. and. He was, I think he's dead this year, but in the future, maybe not. But I just don't want that backfield at all, really. I guess yeah. Singletary still, but it's gross. Yeah. And the trade didn't make sense. I guess for a six, it's fine and get Zach Moss's off the roster. But I will say, I'm a, as an avid Zach Moss hater, um, I like this move for Zach Moss. I think he's now a premium handcuff. 
for uh, Jonathan Taylor. I think he can come in and do like 40% of Jonathan Taylor's job. And that makes him fantasy relevant. Hmm. Good point. Any okay, thoughts so on you like it? You go ahead. You like him over Deion Jackson then. Okay. I, I'm, I'm thinking Deion might be the, the guy to, to target here, but you like, you like Zach Moss over him. I, I like whoever's cheaper. Yeah. For <laughs> okay. to be honest, out of this table. Yeah. <laughs> like, but he has a very, I don't want to say similar skill set because that's so disrespectful. Yeah. But he's a North South runner. And can run behind a good line. Like he's a good north south runner. He can get you three to four yards every single time. He doesn't go backwards. And I think that's what they kind of want. Yeah. If if it's blocked for four yards, he'll get you four yards. Basically, is what exactly. Yeah. But he's not gonna do all that dancing and lose yardage. And I think that's what the Colts want. That's why I think he can fill in, not because of talent. Good stuff. Okay. All right, let's get to this last one here. This is more of an IDP thing since uh, Leo's the IDP guy here and, and Ryan is the Ravens fan. So Roquan Smith traded to the Ravens. First, I want the IDP angle here, Leo. What does that do for his value? Well, I mean, going, you know, going into the season, you know, he's, he's a top three you know, IDP guy. Um, you know, you can pretty much put him in every week and he's going to score you points. I mean, I think it actually... It, it, it hurts him a little bit. But, you know, first he's got to get up the speed on the on the defense and then you know, he's, he's got to, you know, compete with uh, Patrick Queen uh, for snaps. I mean, they gave up enough capital that he's, he's going to be the guy um, there, but um, you know, Baltimore defense isn't necessarily as, you know, prolific as what, you know, the Chicago defense is with, with scoring. So we'll take a little bit of hit, but I, I mean, I'm thinking they'll still be top, you know, top 12 uh, you know, linebackers. So you still, still keep them around a little bit of loss value, but I see a bigger loss in value for, for Patrick Queen, you know, We'll see what kind of role and how many snaps uh, he gets. I mean, they typically don't run, you know, two linebackers full time there in Baltimore. So it'll be interesting to see how do they mix those two guys in. Um, it'll be interesting. I, I think we really don't know at this point, but um, I'm 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 thinking that it's going to be a Roquan Smith's team. Yeah, and I, the other thing I was going to suggest or say too is that the uh, the Ravens are a much better offense, which I know sometimes with the defensive players you want the team that has a bad offense because they're not on the field as much. Where Ravens got a good offense, they're you know they have long drives, they have good time of possession, which keeps those defensive guys off the field, uh, which could also hurt his value a little bit as well. Yeah, I mean snaps snaps are key. I mean it, you know the more snaps you're you're on, the the higher chance you're going to get a tackle or some other big play. So I mean. You're, you're exactly right. You know, snaps are snaps are king. Ryan, what are your thoughts? I mean, obviously you were excited, I know, but uh, one thing I have to say with you talking about the snaps for it, um, Patrick Queen hasn't come off, barely came off the field this year. He's been on like ninety three percent of snaps, and Josh Bynes has been up over fifty, and he's rotated middle linebacker because he's old. Because they run that, they run the three four. So. I don't know if it's going to be a dip on snaps as much as just production getting through the ball. Does anything to say about that? But I'm super excited for the team. Like I think he's from like just NFL perspective. I think he's what that defense needs, given that attitude and like leader on that defense because dude's a monster, just a one man wrecking crew. Like he's just so explosive and gets to the ball and kind of just. Sets the game up, especially when we're playing against good running teams in our division, like Cleveland coming up yeah. with those two running backs. Yeah, yeah I thought Patrick Queen thump- then thir- thir- Thursday uh, night he seemed kind of lost a little bit, and then some of the run defense. Patrick, so Patrick Queen is good when he has another good linebacker with him. Like when Bynes is out, Patrick Queen kind of ran around like a chicken with his head cut off. But when he's just told go get the quarterback or just run to the ball. That's when he does well. And I think Roquan lets him do that a little bit. I think it helps him more from a football perspective and less from like a fantasy production. Fair. Exactly. All right. So tonight we'll be looking at some rest of season stuff tonight. And our first segment tonight's going to be buy or sell. What you're going to do, buy or sell. All right, so we are going to buy some guys for the second half of the season, and we're going to sell some guys for the second half of the season. Uh, Leo, you're the guest here, so we're going to go with buys first. Give me a player you're buying for the second half of the season right now. Well, I mean, a couple of guys, you know, a couple of guys I want to buy that are, you know, maybe somebody that people are looking to get rid of that they're just not valuing them right now. So, like, 
someone like Jamar Chase who's, you know, I'm, I'm happy to ride out that injury. You know, if I've got a you know decent record, you know, I can, I can take a little bit of a hit knowing that he'll be back for me in the, in the playoffs. So, you know, someone like Jamar Chase, Deshaun Watson, I mean, you know, I assume people are still having, you know, not selling for a high price. I mean, I'll, I'll take a chance that, you know, he'll, he'll flash when he gets back. I mean, he's always good for, you know, rushing and, um, you know, I, I think he could be productive. And then uh, my last one is, is Dak Prescott. I mean, he, you know, missed some time, he, you know, he, he's coming back. He's looking pretty good. Um, you know, he's got a, he's got a bye week right, right now, but you know, so somebody might be offloading him. So I, I'm looking at those, those three players, um, you know, kind of buy, buy low and, um, I think they'll pay off for you in the playoffs. Yeah, like Jamar Chase is the perfect one because if you're a contender at this point, you've probably got a pretty good team already. If you could add Jamar Chase for a, for a pretty cheap price, you know, relatively cheap for what his value is, and then you get him back for the playoffs, I mean, that's like that's the perfect the perfect buy right there. Um, yeah, I, I like that one a lot. What about you, Ryan? What do you got for your buys? I went for my first buy. I went so boring it hurts, and I love it. It's Cordell Patterson. Um, he's forgotten and he's one of those guys. If he's injured, not playing, everybody in the world forgets about him. But those first four games he played, he was killing it. Like he had 340 yards on the ground, on the ground in the first four games, which isn't a bad, and he got in the red zone. He's so much more efficient in a bigger part of that offense than Tyler Allegier. He's such a better talent which is crazy to say because he's old, but like he looked really good in that offense and he comes back and they know how to use him. And if he's back for the playoff run, he's a startable flex option every single week. Yeah, that's a good call. I like that one a lot. Uh, one of my buys I have is, uh, is Rashad white. Um, for a little bit there, he was getting a more and more snap share this past game. He didn't, he took a dip in his snap share, but he was starting to see more snaps. Uh, he looks more explosive than than Fournette does. Fournette's still going to get his. Obviously, he's a, a player that that gets a lot of snaps. But I do think Rashad White, second half of the season, uh, the Bucks, you know, they like to pass a ton, and Rashad White is the better receiver there. He's going to learn that offense. He's probably got it down pretty good at this point in this in this season. Uh, so Rashad White is probably dirt cheap. He might even be on waiver wires in some of your redraft leagues. Uh, I would add Rashad White if you can. I do think he's got some some good value headed for him at the second half of the season here. All right, let's do some sells. Let's go to sells, Leo. What you got for your sells? Well, I guess to, to play off the the Patterson thing, you know, you know that I think uh, Tyler Algier, you know, he's a natural sell here. I mean, sell him while he's while he's high, and before people realize that Patterson's coming back, you know, pretty pretty natural. But my probably my biggest sell might be actually you know Dante Foreman after get, get having that huge monster game for Carolina. I mean. I'm not just selling him cheap. I mean, you know, I want to sell him at a, at a premium. Um, you know, I know Hubbard's coming back. Um, you know, Carolina is not, you know, the most powerful team. Um, you know, this, this may be just kind of, a, you know, he'll, he'll still get carries, but this may be his biggest, the biggest moment. So if, if somebody's going to really outpay you, you know, pay you a big price, uh, I'd sell him. Yeah, that's a good one. I like, I like, I like that. that one. Yeah, that's a good one. What about you, Ryan? What you got? I feel like I'm going to make people mad for this one. Uh, it's Tony Pollard. I have him on my list as well. <laughs> Tony Pollard looked amazing, and he's only looked great when he's gotten in the game. But the thing is, Dallas is the most stubborn organization in the world. They paid Zeke. They refused to admit that Pollard has surpassed him. And they like the fact that Zeke beats up defenses, even though I don't know if it works or not anymore. But you know what? When he comes back, he's going to cut into Pollard's attempts, even though nobody wants to admit it. Everybody's like, oh, Pollard's won this job. He's not giving back. Do you see how good he was? Guess what? He is going to give it back because Zeke is a menace. And Jerry Jones is a menace. So get him off there. Sell <laughs> him high. I mean, you can get so much for him right now yep. because people are going crazy. And I will guess 75% of the leagues you're in, there's at least one Dallas fan. Yeah, <laughs> at least one, if not two. Yeah, I had Pollard on my list, too, because, yeah, people have been waiting so long for this guy to break out. It seemed like every year, like, this is the year Pollard breaks out. He finally gets the game. He does it. He looks good. But you're right. When Zeke comes back, he's cutting into that workload no matter how you slice it. And, and Pollard takes a back, a back seat to that. Um, so I agree. He's definitely a sell. I also had Tyler Algier on my list as well. 
Um, but I'm going to go with a guy that's actually playing really well when you look at his overall stats. But as an owner of him in a couple of leagues, uh, I want him off my team if I can get him off my team. And that's Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, if you've watched any of his games, like the first two and a half, three quarters, you are so frustrated. He's not doing anything. And then in the fourth quarter, he seems to just go helter-skelter. They're just throwing the ball over the field. He ends up making up for it towards the end of the, the game, but he is so frustrating. I don't know how long that's going to be sustainable. I, I think eventually right. it's not going to be sustainable. What's that look for, Ryan? Plus, Modern Warfare 2 just came out, so he's going <laughs> Yeah, that's a, good, <laughs> that's a good narrative, too. That's, yeah, that just came out, so his stats are going to go down, but... Uh, but yeah, he's been so frustrating. Like, there's times where I'm like, man, Kyler Murray has to be like 10 points going into the fourth quarter, and then he'll end up with like 27, and it'll be great. But I just don't know how long it's going to be sustainable. I just think eventually he's going to start wearing down, and he's not going to be having those big fourth quarters. And uh, it's just been not pretty this year. I know he's got D Hop back, and the offense looks a little bit better with D Hop in there, but um, I'm just not trusting Murray. Obviously, any trade that I make with Kyler Murray would have to include a quarterback coming back to me. Because um, he's probably my number one quarterback, but yeah, I think yeah, I'm selling Kyler Murray if I can get him off my team. Uh, let's see. You want to do? Uh, we got any more buys? You got any more buys, Leo? Before we move on to the to the next well, segment, I, I just want to chime in. I just I happened to to buy a Tony Pollard today, so I should have waited till this this fall, <laughs> and uh, and uh, you guys would have talked me down. But I got him cheap. I mean, I, I this is this is a. A league that has contracts and has aspiring contracts, and I just, I've just paid a late third rounder. I've got oh, I've got oh, Zeke yeah. on I've got Zeke on my team, and yeah. um, oh, that's a know. steal then. Yeah, that's money. Yeah, I so would it's, take that. it's a one year. I just play him out for the season, and um, it gives me insurance on Zeke. And yeah, that's that's different. That's totally like different. if you, especially if you're the Zeke owner. If you're the Zeke owner, I don't think you should trade him. Any other case, I think you should. Yeah, okay. I should have. Yeah. I wish I had pre. I have like pre- prefaced that. You got any more sells or buys, Ryan, you wanted to mention before we move on? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I brought one of each. Uh, I bought Jahan Dotson. He's been hurt. He looked really, really good. I know Terry McLaurin's back because we got Heineke there. But Ter- uh, Jahan Dotson, what he showed on the field when he was healthy, is too good not to get the ball. So I'm buying him super cheap or probably picking him up on waivers. because I'm sure he's been cut in some places. Yep. It's a good one. Um, and do you want me to do both? Or yeah, go ahead and do your sell as well. Uh, and. This one really hurts me, and this is uh, this is only in redraft. Only in redraft. I'm telling you, Andre Swift. Like I know he's gonna get the ball in the passing game, but this injury feels real lingering. And Jamal Williams looks really good. This team's still just throwing the ball all over the place and not running a ton. And he's not gonna get the red zone carries regardless this year. I just don't think it's his season now. And it it hurts to say because I went all in. You love Swift, Swift yeah. all off season, especially <laughs> especially in Dynasty. But like, I'm I'm hesitant this year. I think you can sell. I think he'll still be. I think he'll still be a top twelve week in week out. But I think you can get more value than top twelve for him. So peace out. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one there. Because yeah, I, I know as an owner in one of my leagues, it's frustrating right now. He's in and out of the lineup. He gets pulled out in the red zone. You see, you know, you see Jamal Williams score a touchdown. You're like, ah. This should be swift, but yeah, it's totally frustrating right now. I agree. All right, uh, let's go. No house advantage is uh, is changing the game. Playing pick 'em style contest for a shot at winning 150k. Get the down download the No House Advantage app uh, and use our promo code GF2. Uh, get a deposit match up to twenty five dollars. Uh, you bet on the five up to five player props, uh, over unders, and individual player matchups across all major sports leagues, including MMA, NASCAR, and PGA. Again, our promo code is GF2. Use it at nohouseadvantage.com or get the app in the App Store and get your first deposit match up to 25 bucks. No House Advantage is not how you play, it's where you play. Going for two live and playpickup.com present the pickup props of the week. Of the week. All right. I did the props a little bit earlier this week, and I, I had a hard time finding some really good ones here. So I had uh, usually I try to do one passing, one rushing, one receiving, but I couldn't find a good passing one. Uh, so I got two rushings and a receiving one. Uh, the first one here, Ryan, I'm going to go to you first. And this is a simple one. More total yards uh, this week. Travis Etienne or Josh Jacobs? Etienne, man, he's just ascending. We got back-to-back 100-yard weeks. He's getting carries. He had 24 
24 rush attempts this year. It's just gone up and up every week, just like we thought it was going to. Yep. It's going to be him against most people at this point because he's looking like an ascending star. And Josh Jacobs has played great. No disrespect to him this year. He's played out of his mind. But I'm going for the explosive athlete who can get you 60 yards on one touch. Like, yep. this offense is his now. I love it. Yeah, I'm real excited about him. Yeah, he's definitely he's he's become what we thought he was going to be, you know, last year, and then even the beginning of this year too. We saw him, you know, sort of have his flashes, but now he's he's really showing out. So, um, what about you, Leo? Where are you going with Kier Jacobs or ETN more total yards? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, Jacobs had a had a down week, and ETN, you know, had a, had a great week, and you know, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go kind of more with what happened in the first you know five six weeks. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go with Jacobs. I think you know he. He was putting up solid stuff. I, you know, I think he might have a slightly better matchup too. You know, I mean, these two guys play against each other. Um, I don't know. I, th- I feel like they're gonna kind of try to establish that run this week. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with what he did the first five or you know five or six weeks. Good stuff. I and like uh, I mean, obviously, ATN you know doesn't have James Robinson as the competition, so that you know it could, it could go either way. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my flag on Josh Jacobs this week. Is that because you're uh, you're pissed at Derek Carr still? You just think they're gonna run the ball now? <laughs> <laughs> well, they definitely had a That's bad week. Shit. I'm just uh, I'm thinking they're gonna bounce back and uh, reestablish reestablish the run here. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I think still, it's closer than better. I think it's closer than we want to admit because uh, ETN is oh, you know it's, it's it's recency bias. He had that big game and Jacobs yeah. was down. So um, the Discord actually uh, agrees with Ryan uh, seventy thirty to the ETN side. But like I said, I think it's closer than we, it actually we want to admit it. We. We are all captive of the moment, baby. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. All right. Uh, the next one we got here is uh, who will lead the Rams and Bucks in receiving yards in Week Nine? Options are Cooper Cup, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Allen Robinson, or other. And I'll go to you first this time, Leo. Which one of those guys you have leading the um, the league, the, the team in the uh, in receptions yards? I mean, this. I mean, this one seemed almost too easy for me. So I'm probably going to be wrong. But it could, you know, Cooper Cup. I mean, I think. You know, I really think he's he's going to have a, a big week. I mean, you know, Stafford has been underperforming a little bit, but I just the rest of these guys on this list, I think he's got the the best chance to to put up. You know, I, think I could see easily see him getting ninety yards, and I I don't know that I project any of those other guys to to get up that high, but you know, anything can happen every any given week. Any any worry at all with the injury? Uh, I I haven't heard what. He's what, got, a, you guys he's got an ankle injury. I know today he went through the walkthrough. He didn't officially practice. He did go through the walkthrough, and they're saying he's going to play. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I think he will play. But you know, who knows how much is going to affect him? But you're right. I mean, Stafford targets him relentlessly. I don't know if it, mm-hmm. if it really matters, honestly. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't even look at Allen Robinson. So yeah, I mean, so as long as he's out there and he, he plays half of the game, I think he's got a good chance to, to, to you know beat all these guys: Mike Evans, Godwin. Yeah. Um, what about you, Ryan? What are your thoughts here? It's Cooper Cup. Like, unless it's Justin Jefferson on the other side or Tyreek Hill on the other side of his bat, it's Cooper Cup. For it's me. Cooper Cup always. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, or Diggs. That's, those are the only three guys I'd, I'd hesitate. Yeah, but it's Cup. Yeah, I agree. And it is Cup on the Discord too by by fifty four percent over the other guys. So he's pretty much dominating that. I think even with the injury, I think he's still like like you said. Stafford just has eyes for Cooper Cup, and even Higby last week saw a downtick in targets after he got injured. So uh, it'll be Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, and some more Cooper Cup. All right, we got another uh, head-to-head matchup here. We got Aaron Jones versus uh, DeAndre Swift. More total yards, Leo. What you got for these two guys? This one's pretty pretty tight, I think. I, I think it's a little bit easier to me than me, but I, I, I'm going Aaron Jones. I think uh, you know. Yeah, you know, Detroit can't really stop stop the run, and he's gonna he's gonna get passes. He's gonna get rushes. I mean, they're, I think they're gonna control the game, and um, you know, I think Swift's a little banged up, and uh, you know, I, I don't know how much they're gonna play. And Jamal, you know, they're gonna split some carries with Jamal Williams. So I, I think uh, it's gonna be Aaron Jones all the way on this one. What about you, Ryan? Yeah, I'm with him. It's Aaron Jones for me. One Swift's not fully healthy yet. Even if he plays, they're probably going to ease him in. AJ Dillon looks like dog shit this year, <laughs> and they're just going to feed Aaron Jones. He's got a ton of receiving and rushing yards right now, so he's good. Like it's, I'm playing him. 
Yeah, I'm with you. Aaron Jones as well. And he also won in the Discord 60-40 over DeAndre Swift. And the same reasons y'all mentioned. Obviously, the Lions defense is not as good stopping the run. Uh, Packers defense, even though they got burned a little bit last week with the Buffalo Bills, it was the Buffalo Bills. I do think that they can slow down that offense a little bit. So uh, Aaron Jones is what I'm going with as well. All right, we're going to play a, a new game tonight that I, I kind of stole from a, a, some, some show I watch on TikTok, but it's called Would You Rather, and I'm basically going to give a name. You're so young. Yeah, I'm so young. I'm, I'm a TikTok aficionado. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll give you all a name, uh, and then we're gonna, I'm going to name six other players uh, after them, and you tell me which of them you would rather have over the... the, the six? Yeah, wow. six different players. <laughs> You expect me to keep up with that? Holy cow. And it's going to be rapid fire. There's going to be no, like, we're not going to have time to a- analyze it. I'm just going to give you the player we're comparing to, and then I'll just list the six, name, six names. We'll go Leo, and we'll go you to Ryan, and then we'll go me, and then we'll keep going around here. All right, so the first one I got here is a running back, and it's going to be Would You Rather Khalil Herbert? And then, like I said, we'll just go around really quick. So Khalil Herbert is your player. Uh, C-E-H. Clyde was hilarious. Who you got, Leo? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Herbert on that one. Ryan, Herbert. I'm going Herbert as well. Kareem Hunt, Leo. Let me just check my stuff here. I, I'm gonna go Herbert again. Ryan, Hunt. Uh, I think I'm going Hunt as well. I, I think uh, yeah, I think I'm going Hunt. Uh, this guy's a, a sort of a, a popular ad this week. Deontay Foreman. Who are you going with? Khalil Herbert, Deontay Foreman. I'm gonna go Foreman, even though I told told you I was gonna gonna sell him. I, I think he's he's still a little bit higher. Who are you going, Ryan? Same. Same. Same Foreman. I'm actually going Khalil Herbert here. I like Khalil Herbert more. Tony Pollard, Leo. Well, since I just bought him today, I'm going I'm going Pollard. Pollard. Ryan. Uh since I said sell him Pollard. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going. I'm going Pollard as well. Two more: Brian Robinson, Leo. Uh, I'm going Herbert. Ryan. Herbert. Herbert. Herbert for me as well. Uh, last one here, and this one was pretty tough. Uh, you know, I think we. I know who's it, we, we're going to go here, but it was a little bit tougher than I would have thought. Najee Harris, Leo. Uh, that's, that's a tough one, but I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Harris. Ryan, he's been struggling. Yeah, Harris. Yeah, I think still giving the ball a lot. I think it's still Harris for me as well. I think eventually he has to do something. Um, I I picked Khalil Herbert because someone put a crazy stat—not crazy, but a stat that I didn't realize. Did y'all know that Khalil Herbert's the seventh leader rusher in the NFL right now? That's insane. Like I just—he didn't even play. He didn't even play full time, but he's—he's tied for seventh right now in, in rushing yards. Wow. Yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't, didn't know that. that. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. I was like, that's why I put him on the list. All right, let's do uh, let's do a receiver this time. Uh, and, and we mentioned him a little bit earlier as being back because of his quarterback, uh, Terry McLaurin. Uh, and this time we'll go the opposite way. We'll go Ryan first. So Terry McLaurin, would you rather Christian Kirk? McLaurin. Leo? McLaurin. I've played in some leagues that get those deep touchdowns, so I'm, I'm taking McLaurin. Go McLaurin as well. DJ Moore. DJ Moore. DJ Moore. He's back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going DJ Moore as well. That one's close, though. I do like that. That's all heart. It's yeah. 100% heart pick. I don't care. That, he's, he's my most owned player on my, my team, so I, I got I to stick with him. Oh, you fit right in with this show, then, because me and Ryan yeah, both love like him. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, Deontay Johnson. McLaurin. Let me check here. I'm McLaurin. McLaurin. I'm going McLaurin as well. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, Ryan. McLaurin. Leo? Uh, McLaurin. McLaurin for me. Cortland Sutton. McLaurin. McLaurin. McLaurin for me as well. And finally, Gabe Davis. McLaurin. McLaurin. Yep, it's McLaurin for me, too. So I think we went McLaurin on all of those except for DJ Moore. All right, let's do a tight end. It probably should have been McLaurin. 
but <laughs> yeah, we have a little bit of affinity for DJ Moore. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> All right, uh, this tight end just recently changed teams, so I want to see where our heads are at with this one. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, would you rather Kyle Pitts, Ryan? Is this this year? This year, yeah, redraft. Hawkinson, Leo. I'm I'm going Pitts. I don't have him anywhere, so I guess I'm willing to take the chance on him. Can, can I make this easy for me? <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Hawkinson ever anybody not named Kelsey Andrews? <laughs> All right, that that that, that kills everybody. That makes it. it really easy. Yeah. You can ask him. <laughs> like I, I might make you waste your breath. I love. Hawk. Let's go to uh, let's, all right, Leo. We'll do it real quick. Me and you, uh, Fry, Fryermuth, Pat Fryermuth. Uh, I'm I'm going Hawkinson. Hawkinson for me as well. Greg Dulich. Hawkinson. Hawkinson for me as well. Uh, Gerald Everett. Hawkinson. Yeah, I think I like Everett a lot. He's been pretty money, but I think it's still Hawkinson for me too. Uh, Darren Waller. Uh, Hawkinson. I, I don't I don't trust Waller. And and Ryan kind of killed my thunder here because I wanted to show this one to Ryan just to see his face when I mentioned this person's name. So I'm gonna give it's it to you. Disrespectful. Any, I'm gonna give it to you anyway, Ryan. <laughs> Taysom Hill. <laughs> I knew you'd roll his eyes. <laughs> so there's only one other player who I would take over him, and that's only if Mark Andrews went down injured, and that'd be Isaiah Likely. Likely. That's it. Right, Taysom That's Hill for you. Are you going to Andrews? Which, if that happens, are you going Hawkinson yeah, over uh, Taysom Hill as well, Leo? I'm going Hawk. I'm going Hawkinson too. All right, yeah, I'm with you as well. Um, Leo, would you take any tight end? <laughs> yes, over Hawkinson, take... who's not named Andrew or Kelsey. Personally, I, I I would take Kittle and Goddard. I mean, the, I would take those guys. So I, I kind of have them more in the five I or six have... range. I, Goddard would. Goddard would be tempting for me. What about Zach Ertz? He's getting I, a ton of targets on offense too. He is, but I still like Hawkinson know. more. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that would be a tough one for me. Ertz, Ertz or Hawkinson? I, I might go Ertz too, but you know, Hawkinson's right, right there in the conversation. All right, let's do uh, one last one here. A quarterback, uh, Jared Goff. Would you rather Jared Goff edition? And I'll go to you first this time, Leo. <laughs> Tom Brady. Okay. Tom Brady. Yeah. Brady. I thought you were going to go kickers. I, I'm glad no. you picked quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, we don't, <laughs> we don't do kickers on this. kickers, I'm, I'm, I'm signing right off. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't got time for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I'm going with Tom Brady, too, but it, it's a lot closer than it should be, that's for sure. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Leo. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Ryan. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going golf. I, I'm going golf as well. I think I, I mentioned earlier golf's home in a way. I think he's got a lot more home games second half of the season than he does away games. So yeah, I like golf. is new Blake Bortles. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Junk time. Junk time king. Uh, all right, Jared Goff or Derek Carr, Leo. Let me. I, I got Derek Carr. I, I've I've golf pretty down far down my list. So you guys might be a little bit higher than him, but I'll I'll take Derek Carr. Ryan, golf. Yeah, I'm going golf as well. Derek Goff, Derek Goff, or Justin Fields, Leo. Uh, Justin Fields. Ryan. Justin Fields. Yeah, Justin Easy. Fields. He's yeah. He's got the rushing upside. Jared Goff or Geno Smith? Geno Smith. Geno. Those are my, uh, that's my two and three quarterback in Scott Fishbowl. <laughs> that's my one and two quarterback in one of my one of my home leagues, my redraft home leagues. Pretty brutal in that league, but yeah. Uh, I'm going Jared Goff over Geno Smith as well. Uh, like I said, the, the, home, the home away thing really gets me because Jared Goff's a totally different quarterback at home. Uh, and then finally, Jared Goff or Deshaun Watson, Leo, knowing you got to wait for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. I mean, it, it really comes down to how how long you can wait and what your team looks like. But um, uh, you know, I told you I buy uh, Watson, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with him. I, I'm a lot of my teams. I've got a decent record, so I'm, I'll go Watson. All right. How many how many weeks you got till Watson's back? I think eleven. So we're we're in week nine. So yeah, Watson. Watson. Why not? Double bye week. Just consider it that. Yeah. There you go. I'm going Watson as well on that one. All right. Let's see, we got, uh, we got some time for some listener questions. Let's go ahead and get to that. 
go ahead. Ask me anything. All right, we'll just go through, alternate these one at a time. So the first one, I'll go to you, Leo, on this one. This one's from Mosh Dog on the Discord. Uh, I'm in a four-player keeper league, and I'm being offered JT for the Sun God. He wants to know, does he take JT straight up for Amon Ross St. Brown? That's a, I mean, that's a tough one. I mean, those those guys are pretty, you know, pretty, you know, pretty even right now. I mean, they're kind of heading in a little bit different directions, but and you, generally, I'm going to defer to the the running back, and a lot, you know, it's hard to get those running backs. So I'm gonna, you know, I'm a little worried about his injury right now, but um, I'm gonna go Taylor. Yeah, it's tough for me too because I love I love Amon Ross St. Brown so much. And I guess he didn't give as much about his background of his team. So I'm, I'm guessing he needs a running back pretty badly. So if that's the case, then, yeah, I think I'm going JT as well. I think it's easier to find good receivers than it is to find good running backs. All right, Ryan. Especially this... with the key. Oh, I'll say especially with the keeper. Because next year, one draft season comes. Good point. Who, who's going to be a top five pick and who's going to be like a third to fourth round pick? Yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, this one's from E. Morley5, Ryan. He wants to know, he says, uh, would you guys trade away Justin Jefferson for Cooper Cup and two 23 firsts? Uh, expected to be mid-picks. Uh, it's a super flex league. Oh, Jesus. Um, I would leave this in my inbox for like three days and stare at it <laughs> if I got that trade. Um, it would depend on my team, which is a cop-out answer. But in a in a vacuum, uh, just value for value. Which in, would... in a vacuum, I'm still taking Justin Jefferson. I, I I'm I'm all about the absolute best player. And yes, next cl- draft class is supposed to be awesome, and I fully believe it's gonna be. And Cooper Cup is getting closer to thirty, but Justin Jefferson is the wide receiver one, and we know exactly what we're gonna get. It's elite production, and he. What if you don't hit on those first two first round picks and you have one year of Cooper Cup? You could have five Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Like it's, it's too, it's, he's too good to get rid of. You literally have to give me almost your whole team for him. At this <laughs> yeah, point. We know how much you love Jefferson. <laughs> yeah. I think in a vacuum for me, it's Jefferson as well. But I do think if I'm in a, any kind of rebuild, um, those two first look too tempting, especially it, super flex. Yeah. And the fact that, I think we're seeing a descending of the Rams offense in the Rams team in general. It's just not what it was last year. Cooper Cup's still amazing, but like it's still, it's going down a little bit, man. Yeah. Justin Jefferson is not. Agreed. All right, Leo, this was one's from Cleedy. Uh, he wants to know, would you trade Jacoby Myers for Cortland Sutton in a full PPR? Uh, he's the one getting Sutton in his deal. Yeah. So before I get in that one, I, I'm gonna, I, would, I was gonna go jump. I was gonna go. Uh, I was gonna trade the, for the picks. So you're taking. I, I'll picks. give you a different point of view on I, that one. So. I, I don't. I don't blame you on it. <laughs> I, um, unless, unless I really feel like Jefferson's gonna, put, you know, put me over the edge for the playoffs. I'm, I'm, I'm taking those picks in a super flex. I can get a couple quarterbacks or Bijan Robinson with those early firsts. Yeah. Um, good call. I'm I'm gonna take it, but it, it would give me heartburn though. It, I'd stay stay awake yeah. at night yeah. worrying about that one. I, I I vastly undervalue picks. Like I I I'm feel always I'm so confident late rounds, like early picks, I don't care as much as I probably should. And that's just my perspective on it. And I think I'm very strange for it. Like I have multiple leagues where I don't have draft picks in the fourth, fifth round. Yeah. For like the next three years. Okay, I'm a pick hoarder, so I'm on the other side. side <laughs> See, yeah, so. I, I'm always trying to win now, so it's hard. Okay, so get, getting back to Jacoby Myers or Court and Sutton, I mean, it doesn't say in here if it's a dynasty or redraft question. I mean, I'm taking Myers in redraft, and I'm taking Sutton in, in dynasty. I mean, Sutton really is is struggling right now. He only had, I think one catch this this past this past week. And yeah, I think six catches in the last three weeks. So I'm taking Myers in for the current year, but Sutton in, in dynasty. Yeah, that's a good that's a good way to put it because I agree. I think I think Myers. I, I think you know me and Ryan did bold predictions this off season, and Myers is one of my guys. I think he can have a big season, and so far I've been you know pretty right on that on that spot. But I do think Corlin said in the long run has a better career overall. If he can just get a better quarterback. All right, Ryan. This one wow, is I can't believe that's being said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
This one is for this one's from uh, Juane Eth. I don't know how to pronounce that, but it's a uh, twelve-team full PPR dynasty rebuild. Uh, your two options here are Wandell Robinson and a twenty twenty-four early second. I don't know how you know it's early already, but uh, or Chris Godwin. Which one are you going with Godwin. here? Godwin side. Um, what? Yeah, Godwin side. Uh, twenty twenty-four second. I don't care boxes. That's two years out, and that's not for Chris Godwin. And Wandell Robinson, while he's super fun and we can be excited about him, is his ceiling even going to be close to Chris Godwin? I don't think it will be. And, I mean, he would really have to hit to be that. So, no. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you as well. Chris Godwin is still pretty young, too. And, and Wandell, like you mentioned, he's going to be exciting. I like him personally. I have him in a couple of my leagues. But um, Chris Godwin, I think, is going to be good for he's, a long He's just time. not that type of player. Like, he's not a take-over-the-game kind of wide receiver, mm. which Godwin is. And isn't Godwin on his franchise tag to be somewhere else on a different team as a wide receiver one? Yep. Like, I, I want Godwin. I'm Godwin, too. All right. I do want to trade for Godwin. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Leo, let's do, uh, let's see, we got time for one more here. Uh, we'll do Heezy C. Uh, he wants to know, is this trade worth it? He's trading Christian McCaffrey, T. Higgins, and Kyle Pitts. For Derrick Henry and Stefan Diggs. And I do know this is a redraft league. Uh, I, I know this guy, so I know it's a redraft league. So that changes things a little bit. Yeah, those are some big names there. Um, that would be a blockbuster. Um, I mean, you know, the, some of those players are pretty pretty even in value. But, I mean, I guess if you really don't have a tight end behind Pitts, it'd be hard to, hard to trade away Kyle Pitts. I mean, I, you know, I was big in, into McCaffrey before the season over Henry. I mean. They're still pretty even to me. I mean, Diggs is better than Higgins, but right now, you know, he's, you know, Chase isn't there. So, I mean, I slight, slightly lean to the McCaffrey side because of, you know, you've got, you've got Pitts. And, but if this guy has got one of those other top tight ends and he wants to get that wide receiver upgrade, I, you know, I don't see a problem with, but, but I'm, I'm sticking with McCaffrey. I just, I like his upside so much. Are you in agreement there, Ryan, or you go the other way? I'm going the other way. Um, Derrick Henry has been just seeing this uptick in carries, and the coach just made their comment about, like, we have what nobody else in this league has, Derrick Henry. They're going to ride that man into the ground, and Stephon Diggs is just an absolute consistent machine. Like, I want consistency for my playoff run, and I know Stephon Diggs and Derrick Henry are locked in top 12 performances, probably closer to top 5 every single week. Yes, Kyle Pitts is awesome in theory but he's still tight in 16 which makes him a streaming option because this offense doesn't know what it's doing uh McCaffrey's good but Derrick Henry's consistent I still I, I I'm not full I don't have doubts in San Francisco but I'm not fully there and I do have doubts in Cincinnati and I don't think T Higgins is week in week out gonna get me 14 15 fantasy points like I'm seeing Stephon Diggs Higgins is gonna have goose eggs and once Chase said not goose eggs but he's on bad games and once uh, we get Jamar Chase back, it's worse. So I just want these two guys who are locked in for the playoff run. Yeah, I'm I'm torn as well. I, I think I'm kind of in between there. And I, I do think seeing the rest of his team would, would, would matter to me because if you're, you know, getting rid of Kyle Pitts and then your fill-in is, um, I don't know, if it's like Greg Dulich or, or something like that, I don't know if I want to do it. I mean, I know Kyle Pitts hasn't been great this season, but even even, you know, what he's been doing, Starting to show flashes there. He can have a good end of the season. Five point four points a game, dude. Just guess on touchdowns at this point. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Like, I just, I can't. I love the talent. I think he's great, but just not seeing man, it. We have, we haven't seen anything. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, I still think I lean Christian McCaffrey side though. I'm with you, Leo. I I like his upside. I like the fact that he's got. You know, obviously, pass catching ability, the whole time. Yeah, yeah, and it's a homer pick too. Yeah, it is. Hey, he could he could throw the ball too. I mean, he's yeah, quarterback. <laughs> he can do everything. <laughs> All right, let's get to the last segment of the night. Get ready for going for two dot coms. Forgotten fantasy player of the week. All right, Leo, what you got for your forgotten fantasy player? Well, as a as a Cleveland Brown fan, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Peyton Hillis. Uh, you know, he um, in 2010 he had he had a string of I think uh, over the first 11 weeks of the season he had 11 touchdowns. Um, I think he had over 1,100 yards for the season. He 
Um, he was a big bruising running back, you know, it was fun to root for, you know, at the blue collar uh, town. Um, and he got the Madden he made cover. It onto, he made it onto the cover of uh, the football game. And, uh, you know, he wasn't necessarily a great player, but he was, uh, he had a nice stretch stretch there that it was fun to root for. Yeah, he was, he was definitely, he's, he's sort of the, the poster boy right there. Cause he is, he had that one season where he was like, this guy's, you know, awesome. You know, then he gets put on the Madden cover, and then we almost never hear from him ever again. I mean, I think that it didn't necessarily start the, the the jinx, but you know, the Madden cover jinx was like that's Peyton Hills is the poster boy for the Madden cover jinx. Well, that that was when they had a, a fan vote for it too, so I don't think they. I think they decided not to do that again. Yeah, after that's the, true. They got Peyton Hills the, on it. Uh, he really tailed off the second half of the season, so I didn't buy into his his hype for the the, the following year. But uh, but yeah, he would. You know, they definitely have had a, a jinx with that cover. Yeah, definitely. Good stuff. All right, that wraps the show up. Let's just go around the room real quick. Uh, plug your Twitter handle one more time. Anything you're working on, we'll go to you first, Leo. Uh, so you can find me uh, yeah, on, on Twitter at, at MasterIDP. Um, and, uh, you know, I kick out um, every, every down linebacker article uh, every week at idpguys.org. Good stuff. And, of course, you're, uh, you can find your rankings on Fantasy Pros, right? Yep, you can find me. Find me there. I, I put my rankings up on the uh, IDP guys, but I also uh, you can find them um, over on Fantasy Pros. Good stuff. Ryan, what you got going on? Uh, find me on Twitter at Foss534. Find me here Wednesday night. Find me over at the Rookie Big Board uh, Dynasty Big Board podcast uh, Wednesday mornings. And I'm excited to get our third co-host back next week. In that, so shout out to Eric. Looking forward to having you back after a month off, buddy. Good stuff. All right, guys, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Jeff Lambert 77. Uh, you know, plug all the shows for the Going for Two Live Network. We got our Thursday Dynasty Gambit pregame show tomorrow. Uh, Friday, we have the B League Pickums at 830. He gives you all the underdog picks for the week that he likes. Uh, Saturday, we've got the, the Dynasty um, Saturday Night Five. And we have uh, the IDP Cover Zero podcast on Saturday as well. And of course, the Sunday morning show, which We'll see the return of Gladys this week. She's going to be a, a co or a guest hosting the show this uh, on Sunday morning. Uh, so check that out. Uh, but for always, guys, check out the Going for Two Live Network uh, on YouTube. Uh, going for Two. It's a uh, YouTube.com backslash Going for Two Live. Uh, for Ryan, for Leo, I'm Jeff. Uh, we will see y'all next week. <laughs>